breaking up with Daniel was very difficult for me my first race. Former professional racing driver, the co-owner of United Autosports and the CEO of McLaren Racing, please welcome Zach Brown. How you doing? I'm good. Drive to Survive. Do you like your portrayal in the show? I think it portrays everyone pretty accurately. Signing the F1 Academy Superstar yeah, Bianca. Why is that important to you personally? As far as I'm concerned, it doesn't matter what gender you are, you're a, you're a McLaren racing. racing driver. Lando hadn't been challenged by his teammate in the last couple of years on a, on a regular basis. I think Oscar could really blow the competition away. Oscar's keeping Lando on his, on his toes. Yeah. We were golfing, uh, and Netflix was yeah. there. Yeah. Got an eagle. And they didn't wow. put it in the show. They didn't put it in the show. Right. We we it in. We'll put it out for you. <laughs> Henny, I've really been loving NordVPN. Really? Why is that? Now I was thinking about it. I'm going to tell you three reasons. Okay. Not Number, five? Not five. Not okay. four. Damn. Three. All right. <laughs> Number one, I don't get pop-up ads anymore. Mm, okay. Like That's you. A, you get them. Stop it. Don't expose me I'm like sorry, that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Number two, yep. it's pretty cool that my data is protected everywhere I go. Mm. No matter where it is, whether it's the Netherlands, whether it's Monaco, whether it's Vegas. Yes. My data is protected. I can actually go online and feel secure. Wow, that's amazing. But finally, the best Give part. More. The best part. Okay. It doesn't matter where I go. My friends and family, doesn't matter where they go. NordVPN is so fast. Mm. Over 5,600 servers around the world. Jeez. And it's ultra fast to be able to get online, get your work done, and get off. Wow. And you know what? I'm going to add another one. We love watching TV. We do love watching. And TV. look at that. All the shows that we can't access in different countries, we're able to access and enjoy, especially with all the traveling we do in this podcast. I don't know how it would survive without NordVPN. It's pretty badass. Yeah. NordVPN has a special offer for our subscribers. Get an exclusive NordVPN deal using our link below at nordvpn.com slash track limits. It's risk-free with NordVPN's 30-day money-back guarantee. Head over to nordvpn.com slash track limits and get your offer. Hey everybody, welcome to the Track Limits Podcast presented by Formula Addict. We're here in Sonoma, California, far away from hometown Canada, but we're here at Velocity Invitational with an incredible guest. I mean, where do we even begin? What I part mean, of Canada? Toronto. Toronto. Oh, Maple Leafs fan? Oh, big Maple Leafs fan. Yeah. Blue Jays fan? <laughs> Not yeah. a Blue Jays fan, no. no. Montreal <laughs> Canadiens for me, hockey. Fair enough. Yeah. I don't know. I, whoever's winning. Yeah. <laughs> that works. Are you a big hockey fan? I love hockey. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's your team? Kings. Okay. And okay. Islanders. That's fine. We all make mistakes. And the, uh, and, and the, <laughs> and the Devils in that order. Okay. Yeah. Dominic Kashuk used to be one of my favorite goalies. Okay. Back in the day. Yeah, yeah. American businessman. <laughs> <laughs> former professional racing driver, the co-owner of United Autosports and the CEO of McLaren Racing. Please welcome Zach Brown. Good to be here. Yeah. Welcome. welcome. How are you doing? I'm good. Yeah? I'm the good. weekend is a pretty fun weekend for you, I would imagine. Great weekend. Great yeah. track. Great cars out wow. here, and, and you're, uh, lots of friends. Yeah, and you were mentioning you were just on track, no? Doing some laps? I was out in my uh, K&M McLaren okay. M8D, wow. yep. and then I've got a uh, Williams FW07 wow. that Alan Jones won the championship in, yeah. and it was my earliest memory of Formula One. Oh, that's amazing. Do you get nervous driving those cars <laughs> yeah. a little bit? Like um, <laughs> not nervous, but mm. you, you you don't want to crash one. Yeah. Because they're, uh, they're not very safe, and yeah. you no. need to... Uh, rewind that you're in 2023 but you need to kind of then go back actually i'm back in 1980 yep. yeah and uh the track's not the safest track mm. 
does look fun, though. Yeah. We break up our podcast into Q1, Q2, Q3. We're going to see if you can get through all qualifying stages today. Let's start with what does the day-to-day life for Zach Brown look like? Just tell us honestly. Like, uh, what are you doing it's very busy. Yeah. yeah. Um, every day. Yep. Uh, and all the days are different. It depends whether it's a race week. Depends what day of the mm. week it is. If it is a race week, uh, constant travel. Uh, I spend uh, most of my time on the kind of commercial marketing side yeah. uh, of the business as opposed to the the technical side. I don't have much to add when it mm. comes to aerodynamics and, and downforce. <laughs> uh, just my job is to make sure we've got the right people in place and they have the right tools to do their job well, which they're doing a great job. And, uh, yeah, every day is kind of a different adventure. I think the only uh, commonality is they're all pretty manic. Yeah. Yeah. And how's this end of season going for you guys now? What, what What's the day? There really day? is no end of season. Yeah. I mean, I guess it is. It's end of season from a uh, how many races are left on yep. the calendar, yeah. but every day is flat out. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the end of the season, you're also gearing up for next season. Yeah. So, exactly. you know, I'm asked often, you know, what's the off season like? Yeah. And there isn't an off season. There's mm-hmm. just cycles to the the, the business. Yeah. And, um yeah, I mean, we, we've got two races to go. Yeah. Uh, Aston had a strong race in Brazil. Yeah. So, you know, 21 points is – well, they, I think they got 25 points in yep. the weekend, fortunately. Yeah. Uh, Lando had a great race. Yeah. But, um, you know, so all we need is a double DNF and then to have another good weekend. Wow. Uh, so we got to close the deal. Yep. Yeah. Um, I'm confident we, we, you got we can. Yep. Yeah. Um, but, you know, you go into a street race, yeah. anything can happen in kind of turn one there. And uh, But excited for Vegas next yeah. week. It's going yeah, to be a show. It's going to be it's cold be awesome. as well. Yeah, it'll it'll definitely be cold. <laughs> <laughs> Bring so your jacket. Yeah, so it, should be, it should make yeah. an interesting race. Honestly, taking you back f- to the beginning of the season, I think for a lot of people, you had a tough time with McLaren and the f- first few races. What was that switch for you guys to go from mid-season uh, to like turn around? it was more than a few races. Yeah. It was almost kind of the first half, half. of the, yeah. the, the yeah. season. Uh, it was pretty brutal. Yeah. Um, I mean, ultimately, all, all the men and women back at McLaren did a, a fantastic job uh, taking what was a you know, ninth quickest car, yeah. uh, which is slow, uh, to giving us, you know, kind of from Austria, Silverstone onwards, which – pretty much been the second quickest car yep. um, and just getting stronger and the, the upgrades we put on in Austria on Lando's car and then yep. ultimately both cars in Silverstone were were awesome and yep. then the upgrades again in Singapore mm. uh, worked great so uh, the development that the team's done wow. and there's so much that goes into it it's not just the design it's then the manufacturing it's then putting it on the car making sure it's reliable make sure it works so it's a huge team effort uh, even things like our, you know, pit stop. We broke the the world record yeah. there with the 1.8 second stop. Yeah. Was uh, 1.8, yeah, 1.8. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Was was awesome. But again, t- team effort, right? Yep. You you kind of go pit stop. Team did a great job, which mm. of course they did. But then you got to design equipment, manufacture equipment yeah. to be able to allow the team. And then you have the different departments that contribute yep. to that: the commercial department, the finance department. Wow. So every, everything in Formula One is a big team effort. Mm. Yeah, for sure. And you were talking a little bit about kind of you focusing more on the commercial side and partnerships and sponsorships are a huge part of that world. And also for us. So if anyone's listening, <laughs> <laughs> you know, this is the <laughs> space we're in. But you, you've amassed some of the biggest like uh, sponsors like DP, um, DP World, um, Chrome, Salesforce. How do they contribute to the overall success and just the day to day? In in three different ways uh our technical partners yeah. uh, deploy their technology with our racing teams so yeah. they make us go faster so whether it's dell technologies and yeah. 
yeah. you know, the, the servers that we're using around our CFD, whether it's, you know, data around Splunk or communications around Cisco. So they're all technically involved in the team. Mm -hmm. So that makes us go uh, faster than on the um, kind of consumer brand front, the Coca-Colas of the world, mm. they help us reach uh, tens of millions, hundreds of millions of fans. Some of them are currently our fans. Yeah. Others are Coca-Cola fans that <laughs> they're able to turn into McLaren fans yeah. and, and without huge fans and great fans. Yep. There is no motor racing. A and then, of course, they are all big uh, financial contributors to uh, help us to be able to afford do wind tunnels, the two best drivers, yeah. um, the best technicians. So uh, we can't go racing without our, our partners. And I think we're very fortunate that we've got the uh, best group of, of partners in the, in the business. And I think what's cool, too, is any fan of Formula One is probably excited by the driver lineup you guys have because you guys have two incredible drivers but they're so young mm. you know you look at any other driver lineup you're typically pairing a veteran with an exciting young rookie or sophomore I'm curious for you what do you think Oscar brings that Lando doesn't necessarily have yet and vice versa because they are different drivers in some um, ways as well. yeah I, I don't think necessarily they bring something different but you know Lando um hadn't been challenged by his teammate uh, in the last couple of years on a, on a regular basis. Um, and I'm great, you know, on a side note, great to see Daniel doing so well yeah. uh, at AlphaTauri because he's mm -hmm. a, a great, uh, great guy and mm. won me my first race. But, you know, I think Oscar's keeping Lando on his, on his mm. toes. Mm -hmm. yeah. I think the benefit is they, they like a very similar race car. So we're getting uh, constant, consistent feedback from That's the two. Good. Last yeah. thing you want to do is have two drivers that one says they have understeer, the other says oh, they have oversteer, and then kind of what do you do? So I think we're benefiting from having uh, two very fast drivers that are very technical, and um, we do have an experience in a rookie. It's just mm -hmm. our experienced yep. guy happens to be pretty young. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well yeah. And is there anyone in F2 and F3 or any in the junior program that, that have caught your eye and say, I think we want to invest yeah, in Ga that? Yeah, Gabriel, the Formula 3 champion, yep. is. Uh, we just announced uh, not long ago that mm -hmm. he's part of our uh, young program. driver development yeah. program. So he's going to be in Formula 2 for the first time this year. Mm -hmm. So he's clearly uh, yep. caught our attention. Mm -hmm. uh, Ugo. Uh, who, who's a bit younger, mm -hmm. uh, you know, a few years behind. Uh, he's doing great, yeah. winning a lot of races. So uh, he's he's part of the part of the family. But because we have two young drivers, we yeah. don't want to have too many exactly. yeah. young drivers stacked up. Because yeah. if all goes according to plan, you know, we kind of won't have room for them. So uh, some of the teams have mm -hmm. rather large academies, yeah. 10, 12, 15 yeah. drivers. We want to kind of have uh, two, three, four that are at different stages of their mm -hmm. career. So if a window of opportunity presents itself, we've got someone uh, ready. Yeah. yeah. And you've also recently announced uh, signing the superstar, the F1 Academy superstar, yeah, Bianca. Bianca. She's, yeah. She's fantastic. I've been following her journey as well. Uh, what is that? Why is that important to you personally and as overall as uh, a team? Well, D&I is yeah. very important to us. About uh, a little over 20% of our workforce is underrepresented. We yeah. want to uh, double that by the end of the, the decade. And, you know, we'd love to see... You know, I think anytime you have uh, diversity 
in your racing team, whether that's race, gender, yeah. whatever that may be, religion, geography, I think you get a much more well-rounded view mm-hmm. on life because people have looked through things in a different way. So, yeah. you know, if you have 10 people yeah. all saying the same thing, you know, unless they're all saying the right thing, you know, <laughs> yeah, you kind of yeah. want to hear some different perspectives. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, it's great to be supporting her. She's uh, now p- uh, another McLaren racing driver. And when the yeah. helmet goes on, as far as I'm concerned, it doesn't matter what gender you are, you're a, you're a McLaren racing, racing driver. That's wow. fantastic. And you've been quite vocal in your support for Mario Andretti, you know, in terms of getting another team potentially to join Formula One if it is the right team that can provide value to the overall sport. I'm curious, obviously, it's, it's a mixed opinion right now, it seems, in the paddock when it comes to bringing another team in. What are, in your opinion, the pros and cons of it, of bringing a new team into F1? Um, the pros is they can help grow the, the, the pie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that pie can be a fan's. First and, and foremost, that could be television revenue, that could be uh, increased exposure in a certain market that helps you bring in more, more sponsors, um, excitement on the racetrack. Uh, you know, the downside, if you'd like, is is if the pie doesn't get larger, yeah. Yeah. and then you're just divvying up the same size pie, and that's where I think the majority of the the teams are. I think uh, all of us are not that informed on what the actual proposal is so mm-hmm. everyone is kind of running around with an opinion <laughs> and you know i've not seen specifically um w- w- what's on the table so you know my view is as long as it's additive to the sport brings in more fans brings yeah. in more revenue brings in better television contracts whatever that may be um it makes the pie larger you know i'd, I'd rather have one eleventh of a pie that's a thousand times than one tenth of one that's a hundred times yeah. um but ultimately, the teams don't have a, a, a vote in the matter, so we just mm-hmm. need to be dependent upon Formula One and the FIA yeah. to make that decision as to whether they feel it's additive. Yeah. So uh, I, I think uh, everyone has an opinion, but not anyone is that educated on actually what the proposition is. Yeah. Sure. And outside of F1, let's move into IndyCar. Hmm. Errol McLaren just wrapped up their season. We think they had a great season. Gavin Ward just got appointed as the new team principal. What's yeah. a goal uh, for 2024? Uh, win the championship and yeah. win the Indy 500. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, you know, we were real close on the yeah. Indy 500 this year. I yeah. think we had two cars yep. that, that could have won. Yeah. Uh, and unfortunately, that didn't work out with about, you know, 10, 20 laps to go. Yeah. Um, we were close the, the following year. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think we're a threat to win yeah. uh, Indy every, every year. And then, um, you know, competing for the championship mm. i think we were fourth this year fourth yep. eight tenth eleven twelfth something yeah. like that <laughs> um and we've had a very fast car but it's yeah. it's very competitive so you know unlike formula one where we've been on this journey to get back mm. to the front we have everything we need to win the indy 500 in the championship now we just need to execute Perfect. final question at q1 we asked our community on instagram to put questions that they wanted us to ask you and at matt amy's on instagram said you have so much cool stuff in your <laughs> office what is your favorite thing in your Ooh. office? My favorite thing in my office? Um, that's a good question. Uh, a couple things. Uh, I've got Monster OJ's last uh, pass. Okay. Uh, oh, Monster was one of the owners yeah. of, of McLaren in yeah. the, uh, I think I'm shrinking. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, uh, there you, there you go. go. Um, <laughs> uh, and brought me into. To, to McLaren along with Sheikh Mohammed, mm-hmm. so uh, he he was a, a, a legend in a great great family. So uh, that's a prized possession. Mm-hmm. Maybe not the first thing people would, yep. would think of, because mm-hmm. um, it's not worth 
much other than to uh, sentimental value. Sentimental, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then beyond that, I've got uh, Senna's 91 uh, McLaren uh, MP4-6. And so wow. I've got a scale model of that. Oh, yeah. uh, and Senna was my favorite my favorite racing driver. So anything oh, Senna tends to be um, kind of one of the favorites in the, uh, in awesome. the room. But it's, it's sure. filled with, uh, I've got a little Mario Andretti. Yep. yep section um got much some united autosports stuff so every, everything in there is kind of placed in there for yeah. a reason brilliant wow. beautiful any fevin purple yellow uh, green I, I, I think that's a purple section very, he had a few laps already a warm-up <laughs> so you know he's purple. in it purple all the way <laughs> you're through to q2 Zach. all right q2 Perfect. here we go we'll okay. see how you do in yep. just a second michael you know, mm-hmm. I've been going to the gym that lately and doing this challenge, and my trainer keeps telling me that I need to snack less or snack better and add more protein into my diet, which is so hard. Oh, tell me about it. Right. So that is actually when I discovered Kudos Popcorn. Guys, I brought you some. Oh, let's go. Yes. Okay, so they have these amazing flavors, garlic parmesan. You've got the white cheddar here, and Swish, you have my favorite one. Salty, sweet kettle corn. Okay. Let's go. Sounds amazing. What's the what's the deal? So they are so healthy. They have seventy calories per serving. They're whole like they're whole grain, one hundred percent keto friendly, and I get about about ten grams of protein per per serving. Oh wow! I'm amazed how our favorite snack has is now even becoming even tastier and healthier. That's right. And for a limited time only, our listeners get an exclusive 25% off discount when they use the code TLIMITS at kudosnacks.com. That is 25% off with code T-L-I-M-I-T-S at K-U-D-O snacks.com. Save some money, support the official protein popcorn of Track Limits, and get popped. Welcome back to the Track Limits Podcast. We are here with Zach Brown. Through, sorry, to Q2, we're going to now get into a couple more personal questions, Zach. So I want to take you back as a kid. Were you always into motorsport? Were there other sports that you were captivated with growing uh, up? B- baseball and ice hockey. Hmm. Um, baseball first. And, uh, and racing, I got into in 1981 when I went to the Long Beach Grand Prix. Williams won. Alan Jones won. Yeah. And so... Uh, Mentioned earlier, I'm driving his car, but yep. that was the year before. But they look identical, <laughs> um, and that—that's when I've kind of fell in love with with motor racing. Then my uh, family would take me to Riverside International mm-hmm. Raceway, watch the NASCAR race, the IMSA Camel GT race. I'd go to the drag races at Pomona, uh, and so I did that for quite some time. And then I got into racing in uh, high school, um, in in uh, the '87 Long Beach Grand Prix. I met Mario Andretti and asked him one question, yeah. which was how do you get started? He said, karts, happened to be an ad in the race program, Jim Hall Kart Racing School, and that's how uh, racing got started. But baseball was my my first love, um, then motor racing, then, then ice hockey. Wow. And reflecting even on your racing career, what was the most memorable moment, and what did that even teach you as, as you transitioned to a CEO position? Um, I think the best race I ever drove in uh, – was Sebring. We finished mm. uh, second, 98, okay. I think it was. Yeah. And um, they uh, double, triple stinted me at the end wow. and kind of changed the driver <laughs> uh, lineup okay. yeah. because I was doing very well, which pissed off one of my <laughs> teammates. Uh, so that, that was that was quite good. Yeah. You, you kind of kind of share things equally. Exactly. And then at the end, they put in who they yeah. think is doing the best job. And we had a great result. And the car was 
sweet. Yeah. So th uh, that was a great, great race. Finishing fourth at the 24 Hours of Daytona with Martin Brundle yeah. and Mark Blundell and Mark Patterson mm. uh, was a great result. That yep. was fun racing yeah, with, with Brundle yeah. and Blundell because yeah. I kind of grew up watching them race. So that was a bit of a can't believe I'm racing Iconic. with Martin <laughs> Brundle. Yeah. So that was that was uh, that was cool. Yeah. Um, those are probably the ones, and then uh, maybe New Hampshire, uh, my first ever oval in mm -hmm. Toyota Atlantic. I had a great teammate yep. and um, replaced Mark Dismore, and I uh, had a great run and beat my teammate, yep. and that was, uh, it's always fun beating your teammate. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> and um, talking about, like, going from a driver into a CEO, do you still get the adrenaline um, I guess rush. Um, yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And yeah. when you don't, do you? Yeah, kind, kind yeah. of the, the yeah. start of, start of the race. I think my nerves yeah. are exactly where the driver nerves are. Yeah. Um, you know that turn one because anything can yeah. can happen for 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 good or bad, mm -hmm. and uh, so that's that. But then kind of settle down once you get out of out of turn one. Yeah. So I, I think I kind of share the heart rate with the drivers <laughs> and I know what they're going through. Yeah. And then on your off time. You go on no, the track. I come out and <laughs> yeah, <laughs> do it myself. Exactly. Yeah. That's so epic. <laughs> yeah. And uh, like as a CEO, cr you know, decision making is so crucial. Uh, you know, what were some tough moments that you had to experience in probably even even the last few years? Um, the, the Probably the hardest one because it was yeah. also new to everyone was uh, during COVID mm -hmm. uh, furloughing, which yeah. was not a term I'd even heard before. Yeah. Uh, you know, sending a, a yeah. you know, effectively a thousand people home. Wow. Um I don't remember exactly if it was without pay or a very yeah. reduced pay, but you know that right. that was um, uncharted territory mm -hmm. for for all of us. So that wasn't even something where you could call and ask advice to yeah. you know a mentor and go, "What did you do when this happened?" And it was like, "Well, it's never happened before." So yeah. I think that was um, that was that was that was brutal. Um, you know, breaking up with Daniel was very difficult. Um, you know, love Daniel. And great guy, and it just mm. didn't work out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but the, you know that wasn't the the master plan. So mm. you know, that was a very difficult situation, especially you know something like that's very uh, public, and then everyone has their uh, opinions, and uh, ninety nine percent of them don't actually know yeah. what's going sense. on behind the scenes. So to to kind of get um, accused of of certain behaviors where they're just they're not informed I mean, that's the nature of the beast when you're in a, so much in a spotlight and yeah. everyone's mm -hmm. got an opinion but but they don't have the facts so that 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 was uh a d very difficult um yeah you know running uh running any business is difficult but you ultimately get uh get used to it of course yeah and then obviously netflix's drive to survive has made pretty much everyone in f1 uh a global celebrity <laughs> and then i bet mm. you probably you know see the fanfare do you like your portrayal in the show? And what do you think about the show overall? Uh, I think the show's great yeah. for, for Formula One. It's done amazing things. Yeah. Um, I think it portrays everyone uh, pretty pretty accurately. Um, and I think it's great that it shows people kind of how the sport works uh, off the track. Um, yeah, I'm, fi I'm fine with... You, you know, I'm very critical of myself, so when I see something, I wish I would have done that differently or that differently. But I, I think they they kind of capture everyone for, for who they uh, are. Um, and it's just done wonderful things for the sport, oh, yeah, so long may it uh, continue. Yeah, <laughs> especially in the younger 
Yeah, it, the younger it, it's, audience. It's brought in a younger audience. Yeah. It's brought in North America, and it's brought in females. Yeah. And if you kind of said, you know, what does Formula One need to do to grow? Yeah. Those would have been your top three yeah. Um, yeah. in any particular order. And so Netflix, I think, has been a big contributor to all three of those. Right. Yeah. Got you. Um, and then at the heart of things, obviously, you're an entrepreneur outside of F1. Um, what other businesses and um, investments do you have that people maybe just aren't aware of? Uh, well, I've got United Auto Sports. Yep. Yep. You can see yeah. here. Um, we had Phil Hansen on uh, on the pod. Yep. Yeah, yeah. yeah. one of my drivers. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so that's that's a passion. I, I um, partners with my my best buddy uh, Richard Dean, and that he mm. he runs it. So for me, it's just pure uh, pure enjoyment to to have a team. We yeah. won Le Mans. That was yes. pretty. Uh, that was pretty awesome. Yep. The team's been uh, gotten much bigger and much more successful than kind of what started off as just being a GT3 one car GT3 yeah. uh, Audi team. Uh, so that's um, a big part of my uh, uh, spare time, which I don't mm -hmm. have much spare time <laughs> uh, on. And then, um, yeah, I, you know, I like to get out and you know play baseball and, and ice hockey and golf. Oh, yeah. So I prefer sports over the, the gym as yeah. far as getting any sort of uh, exercise. And uh, yeah, focus on, uh, on on the kids that are both now at uh, university and that's awesome. Lots of dogs running around the house. <laughs> <laughs> are they going uh, down the motorsport route? No, 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 they they all they both enjoy it, but yeah. Yeah. neither of them have any desire to kind of be in yeah. uh, the the business. Or, or yeah. Max, the the younger that you did a little bit of driving, mm. and I think he enjoyed that. But you know, unfortunately, if you want to take motor racing seriously. It's a full-time job yeah. from about the time you're eight, and yeah. that, um, and it also requires the parents, kind of, being full-time at it, yeah. and so that that was never gonna, that was never gonna work. So uh, I like that they enjoy it, but um, you know they can do whatever they uh, want to do. But I don't think motorsports will be on the list. <laughs> yeah, could you tell us a cool story about how you and Tony Kanon became friends? Yes, Tony. Yes. We were talking about it earlier. Yeah. So Tony and I were teammates. I think it was 94. He thinks it was 93. Yeah. <laughs> um, we'll fact check in, that one. Uh, <laughs> in what was called the Nations Cup, okay. which were uh, two drivers from each nation. Mm. So I was representing America. He was representing Brazil. And there yep. was an Italian team, a French team, et cetera. And uh, so we were in the same team, even though representing, obviously, two different countries. Yeah. He didn't speak a word of English. <laughs> uh, as he says, he barely speaks English now. <laughs> and uh, he wanted to come race in Indy Lights. So we had a, a very short conversation, yep. which pretty much said, me, Indy Lights. Yeah. It's <laughs> like I couldn't get much beyond uh, that, but yeah. he was mega fast. Yeah. Uh, we did agree that I beat him because he broke mm -hmm. uh, uh -huh. in the race, but he was faster. And uh, we raced at, at Zandvoort together, uh -huh. and uh, so I've known Tony for, yeah. well, for that long. <laughs> wow, that's amazing. Final question of Q2, going back to our community, at underscore Jolo. Very cool username. Yeah. <laughs> what is your pre-race ritual as a team principal? Any pre-race rituals mm. that you have? Um, really just with the drivers. Um, I make sure I talk to them both before they uh, get in the car mm. uh, the final time. Uh, make sure I give them a fist bump. Uh, right before qualifying, that's probably the only thing. No secret handshake. Uh, no secret <laughs> handshake. Um, yeah. Lando, I tend to joke around with. Yeah. Um, you know, he's quite relaxed, as is, is Oscar, but yeah. uh, I like to get a good laugh out of Lando, really to just kind of try and help relax him. I don't think he's wound up, but, yeah. you know, just kind of take the edge off a little bit because I know the adrenaline's yeah. going, so I think if you can get in a joke or two and just get him to have a little yeah. bit of a smile <laughs> or just 
yeah. bring the RPMs down a little yeah. bit. Is he is he always that calm and collected, Oscar? Yeah, yeah. just yeah, yeah, yeah. Even that's, outside that's, camera. That's, wow. Yeah, what you see is what you get. We're yeah. really with both guys. Yeah. Um, and they're they're both uh pretty pretty chilled, but they're killers yeah. once the helmet goes oh, on. Oh, let's go. Oh yeah. Boom. Purple? I think that's oh, yeah. purple. All right. He's blitzing through. Yeah. Two Q3 potentially provisional poll coming for Zach Brown, yeah. but we'll have to see after the rapid fire round. Welcome back to the Track Limits podcast. We are now entering the final round, the rapid fire round, where we're going to give as many questions to Zach Brown and see if he can answer them with fire and hopefully in a Let's rapid manner. <laughs> Perfect. Let's give it a go. go. Perfect. First question. What regulation change would you institute into F1? Uh, since we have the budget cap, I'd mm. like to see the regulations open up uh, and not be so restrictive because we have a cap. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, if you want to go test instead of being a wind tunnel, go test. If mm. you want to do more wind tunnel time, do more wind tunnel time. If you want to put six wheels on the car, <laughs> put six <laughs> wheels on the car. So I, I think the cap kind of cool. stops people from overspending. Mm. So I think, therefore, if you really want to see a lot of different uh, – cars yeah. um, open up the regulations yep. in general. I don't of think course. we've had that one. I agree yeah. with that. <laughs> uh, which driver would you allow uh, to drive you around blindfolded? If they're blindfolded, you're in the car. Uh, Fernando Alonso. Oh, oh okay. okay. Nice. Um, the greatest driver of all time, in your opinion. Oh, no, that's easy. Senna. Yeah. I thought you'd say Senna. <laughs> so. A past F1 driver that you would have loved to work with if given the chance. Oh, definitely Senna. Kay. Never met him. Uh -huh. I'd love to have met him. Okay. <laughs> Um, if you had to choose another sport to be a team boss, what team would you be drawn to? St. Louis Cardinals. Okay. Baseball. Nice. Definitely. <laughs> okay. How about you? Um, what's the most over-asked question that you get? Most over-asked question? Um, that one. <laughs> <laughs> no, I haven't been asked that one. Uh, I think you've stumped me. How do we become yeah. a driver? Yes, we got him. How do I become <laughs> a driver? Well, it depends who's asking the question yeah. and what it's uh, about. Um, Probably sponsorship. Mm. You know, how, how do you get sponsors? And it's like, well, been doing that for 30 <laughs> years. It's hard, hard to answer that in 30 seconds. You should, like, give a master class because I would sign up. I would yeah. sign up. Uh, <laughs> we need to. <laughs> hard work is the answer. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Max Verstappen said he's against sprint races. He feels like it takes away from the glamour of a Grand Prix. Yes or no, do you agree with him? I don't think they take away from the glamour of a Grand Prix, but I do think we need to, which we are doing, look mm. at the, the format. I think he'd say, on the whole... They haven't been quite as exciting as they uh, can be. So whether that's reverse grids, whether that's mandatory pit stop, whether yeah. that's a super, super soft tire that yeah. goes off halfway through the race, I think we do need to do something to um, mix up the race. Yeah. What would you like to see in the sprint races? Um, I think a manda mandatory pit stop would be good. Okay. And I think if we had super soft tires yeah. Yeah. that, that – deliberately went off halfway through yeah, and yep, you yep. then had to decide do you change do you not change I, I think you know that would be a way to kind of condense yep. a mini grand prix yep. and make it because right now there's no strategy in mm -hmm. a, the sprint race you just sprint yep. um so i i think um i think that would be interesting nice and funniest moment you've ever had with lando norris that nobody knows about. Uh, <laughs> funniest <laughs> moment with lando norris i've had a lot of funny moments yeah. with lando um you can embarrass him, too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I can't, uh, I can't. I was going to say, Corey, do I have one? Um, no, I had sorry? A, an eagle. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. You know, it's golf. Yeah, he yeah. thinks he's better than me at golf. He's not. <laughs> <laughs> we need this challenge. 
I, I, so what happened? You, you got uh, we were golfing, uh, and Netflix you, was yeah. there, but yeah. they actually oh, didn't show up. But they sent me the oh. clip afterwards, and we were playing with Justin Rose, the, okay. the, the, yeah. the professional golfer, and yeah. got an eagle. And they didn't wow. put yeah. it in the show. They didn't put it in the right. show. Hey, you can send it to us. We'll, 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 can I have, can we get that clip? We'll put it out for you. What piece of FN memorabilia would you like to own or currently own? What I really like to own is a car that won Le Mans. Mm. Uh, when I look at my car collection, yeah. that's the, I've got cars that raced at Le Mans, but yeah. but because um, I've Indy 500 winners and Monaco winners, and being a fan of the Triple Crown, uh, having a Le Mans winner that's would cool. be um, cool. And then uh, Fernando gave me his helmet from the Indy 500, oh, yeah. uh, and that was cool. pretty monumental yeah. when we made that decision yeah. uh, to take him to Indy the first time in 2017. Mm. So that's. Yeah. Uh, pretty, uh, pretty cool. But a anything the drivers gave me, because then there's there's a kind of meaning behind it. Yeah. yeah, of course. Yes or no? Are you a fan of new races being added into the calendar? Mm. I am not a fan of the calendar being beyond 24 races. I'm a fan of rotational races, so we can be in call it 18 permanent mm -hmm. races, and yeah. then maybe 10 where you rotate every other year. So I think we do want to expand the calendar, mm. yep. but everyone's tired. It, yeah, to, you know we're 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 tired now, yeah. right. um, so I think we do need to expand. But you have to do that in a rotational manner because there's just not enough weekends left. Yeah. What What Grand Prix you think has the best atmosphere on the calendar? Uh, Montreal is always my Yay. favorite. Yay. Um, <laughs> That's awesome. It's a great, great okay. race. I mean, yeah. there's so many great yeah. races. Austin's unbelievable, yep. and, and Abu Dhabi, and Singapore, yeah. and of course Monaco. Of course. So it's it's a long list of the exciting races. Yep. But if I had to pick one, it'd be Montreal. Boom. Awesome. Um, most embarrassing moment you've had in a Grand Prix weekend. <laughs> you <Yikes>. yourself. <laughs> in a Grand Prix weekend. Um, was I thought I had my watch stolen <gasps> in uh, Japan. Okay. And they take theft very seriously oh, yeah. there. Yeah. And I reported it. And um, the police got involved. And it was wow. like a, a murder scene <laughs> uh, with how serious they took it. And... Um, then the people at the hotel were understandably pretty um, upset that yeah. there could have been theft. And, yeah. of course, that's where they thought, who stole it? And I found my watch. <laughs> where did you find it? In my suitcase. Oh. <laughs> the one place that, like, I, everyone's I, like, I check it, your but suitcase. I hit it for myself. <laughs> <laughs> when I lose things, check underneath your bed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was embarrassing. Final few here. If yep. you could have one superpower, what would it be? Fly. I love that. Yep. Perfect. Here. All right. Last question here. This is, if you're stranded on an island, what three <laughs> F1 drivers or team principals would you have with you? Uh, no team principals. <laughs> uh, <laughs> definitely not. Yeah. Um, Mika Hakkinen. Okay. okay. He's fun. Okay. Um, I'll stick away from the new guys. Uh, well, Senna. Okay. I've never oh. met Senna. And uh, Mario Andretti. Wow. Boom. All righty. Let's go. That with the purple, I think. Yep. We're clear. Mm -hmm. I mean, that, position. That, that embarrassing story wasn't <laughs> <Yeah. awesome>. up. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty, pretty good. Yeah, that it was, was a really mistake. <laughs> Sent a bunch of merchandise. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. To wrap up, Zach, our final question every guest. Your legacy, when it's all said and done, I mean, you've done so much for the world of motorsport, mm. but how do you want to be remembered as an individual? 
the first team Boston to win the Triple Crown. Yes. I've only got three race wins to go. I love it. Let's go. Let's go. Thank you so much for coming on. Guys, we'll put Zach's socials below. We'll put the McLaren socials below. Go and check them out. Thank you again so much for coming on. We really appreciate it. My pleasure. Thanks for having me.